U.S. Attorney General William Barr released a redacted version of Special Counsel Robert Mueller's final report today. The document, more than 400 pages in total, has been just about 22 months in the making. But in an unprecedented move, the Justice Department held a news conference an hour and a half prior to its release. But thanks to the special counsel's thorough investigation, we now know that the Russian operatives who perpetrated these schemes did not have the cooperation of President Trump or the Trump campaign, or the knowing assistance of any other American for that matter. So now that the report is out, what did and didn't it answer for us? This is your Thursday TikTok. I'm Jennifer Zabasaja. On the podcast with me today is Bloomberg News White House editor Alex Wayne, who's in Washington. Alex, thanks so much for joining me. Sure. Uh, have you been able to comb through all 400 pages yet? Oh, yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have not. So uh, so I'm here sort of half winging it, but let's do this. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to start off first. I, I want to get your take on this news conference that we saw from Attorney General Bill Barr. What did you make of his remarks and also his decision to make them public before releasing the report to the public? I, I thought it was weird to hold a news conference before the report was released. It limited the questions that reporters could ask. Um, we weren't able to, uh, for example, examine uh, Bob Mueller's many allegations of obstruction against the president of the United States before questioning Barr about, about his statements. Um, we also, you know, Barr at one point said that uh, the, the president and the White House had fully cooperated with, with Mueller in his news conference. That turned out not to be true. Mueller said in his report that, uh, that Trump repeatedly declined to be interviewed as part of the investigation. So then let's talk about the report. I know you said you haven't been able to comb through it, but what, what can you tell us at this point? What new have we learned from uh, what has been released? Well, Mueller really uh, provides a lot of detail about many, many events that we've already known about. Um, a lot of the a lot of the episodes that that could be construed as obstruction, for example, have been done publicly. Uh, the president publicly fired James Comey, for example. Uh, Mueller goes into that and 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 talks about trying to determine whether that was a criminal offense. He ultimately decided that it that it wasn't. Uh, but he did not uh, clear the president of obstruction. He, he really went into this uh, investigation without planning to, to make a determination whether the, the president had committed a crime. He, he simply uh, went after the facts, and he, he actually invited invites Congress to determine whether uh, what the president has done uh, amounts to a crime. We'll see if Congress takes him up on that. Yeah, and I mean, we heard Barr say that uh, he and Rod Rosenstein, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, they disagreed on certain theories that Mueller made about obstruction. Uh, can you walk us through some of those disagreements that you may know of? Yeah, you know, Barr, Barr didn't go into much detail about about where they disagreed specifically, but he, you know, Barr in his four-page summary of this report two weeks ago said that he and Rosenstein had, had determined that the president, there wasn't evidence, that the, there wasn't sufficient evidence that the president had committed a crime. Um, Barr did, to his credit, point out in his summary that, that Mueller had not exonerated the president, even though Trump keeps saying as much. Um, but, you know, I think, I think probably, um, probably where they might disagree, Mueller, Mueller said that one reason he didn't determine that Trump had committed a, uh, a criminal obstruction of justice offense is that because um, as one part of that crime, 
there has to be an underlying crime that you're trying to cover up. So you, you try to obstruct justice in order to stop an investigation of something bad that you did. And, and Mueller couldn't determine that Trump had actually engaged in an underlying crime. That is, Trump didn't help the Russians interfere in the election. And so, and so the obstruction uh, seemed to have some other motive, uh, which, which Mueller, uh, I think, amused was probably political. The, the president considered this investigation a, a threat to him politically rather than legally, and that's why he engaged in so many attempts to, to undermine it. And did does the report outline any of the answers that Trump ultimately did end up giving to Mueller? Yeah, in fact, all of Trump's uh, written answers are provided to Mueller and 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 uh, are provided in the report. And Mueller notes in the report that that Trump said something like twenty or thirty times that he couldn't recall uh, certain uh, episodes or, or, or instances that Mueller questioned him about. Mueller Mueller uh, Mueller says outright that he found. Uh, he found the president's answers inadequate, uh, but he he didn't try to get an interview. He didn't press for an interview with the president uh, through a subpoena, uh, because one he thought he had sufficient uh, information from other sources about the president's activities, and two he didn't want to prolong the investigation. Subpoenaing the president would have led to a court fight. Who else is named in this report that may have been Trump associates who may have provided information to Mueller that you noticed? Well, Don McGahn is a, a big name that stands out, the, the president's uh, former White House counsel. Uh, he spent hours with uh, Bob Mueller. Uh, Michael Flynn uh, talked extensively with Bob Mueller. Michael Cohen, of course, was a, a crucial witness. Um, there are a lot of people that I think are, are, are lesser, lesser known um, uh, th- that were uh, essential witnesses to, to Comey. Um, and there are uh, there are revelations in this report. There are there are things we didn't know about before, uh, including a an, an episode in which Jared Kushner uh, received a, a plan on Russian re- Russian U.S. reconciliation, developed with one of his friends, uh, a hedge fund manager by the name of Rick Gerson, and a, uh, a a senior official in Vladimir Putin's government, the 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 chief executive of the Russian Sovereign Wealth Fund. Um, Gearson, it turns out, was uh, was approached by this this Russian official after the election, uh, apparently as a, a way to get inside of the uh, the Trump administration. Wow, was was that one of the notable points that that you found? I mean, I'm curious yeah. what other surprising details that you found throughout reading the report. Yeah, I, I wrote a. I've spent a lot of my morning writing a story about that. Actually, because it's one of the it's one of the episodes that we actually did. We didn't know that about. We didn't know anything about this mm-hmm. until this morning. Uh, we we knew that uh, Gearson had had some Rick Gearson, this hedge fund guy, had had some involvement with this Russian fellow, um, uh, Kirill Dmitriev is his name. He's the again the chief executive of the the country's sovereign wealth fund. They they had interacted. Uh, he had he had asked Gearson to invest in this fund, and Gearson had told us actually in a story by. Uh, Kayla Melby from about a year ago that uh, he declined to invest in the in the Russian fund, but uh, we did not know that 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 Gearson and this guy had been gone on to develop a a reconciliation plan for the U.S. and Russia, which which the the Russian fellow uh, Dmitriev said had the blessing of Vladimir Putin, and then Gearson gave that plan to Jared Kushner, who distributed it to other Trump officials, including Steve Bannon and Rex Tillerson, the incoming Secretary of State. Nothing came of it apparently. Right. told Mueller that uh, he got no feedback from, from Bannon or, or Tillerson. And so then I know that no additional charges were made, but do you think someone like Jared Kushner is now worried that this story is out in the open? Uh, I, I think there is a lot of 
damaging information about a lot of people in Trump's orbit in this report. I, I think it is politically bad for the administration. Uh, legally, I don't think anybody is, is too worried about anything further happening, um, except maybe the president. Uh, the special counsel notes in his report that there is nothing, while, while, the, while the Justice Department has rules against indicting a sitting president, there is nothing prohibiting the Justice Department from, from indicting a former president. And, you know, we've heard Trump, of course, over the past two years call this investigation a hoax and a witch hunt. Um, And then he tweeted this this Game of Thrones type of (laughs) image today. Game over. Yeah. Game over. Is is it game over? Is this a good day for him? No, this isn't a good day for him. He said he said so at the White House this morning. He said it's a good day, but it's not. Uh, you know, what's going to happen next is Bob Barr is going to testify to Congress. Uh, excuse me, William Barr. Uh, Bob Mueller is going to also testify to Congress. So we're going we're to have hearings with both of them, which are going to be, um, you know, prime time, high interest affairs, tons of reporters in the room, lots to write about. Uh, we'll see what Bob Mueller has to say about this investigation in his own words in front of Congress. And so you suspect, I mean, earlier today we heard um, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer call for Mueller to publicly testify. Do you think this will happen? I do. I, you know, Bob, uh, Bill Barr said at, at his news conference that he has no objection to Mueller testifying. So I don't see why Mueller would not testify. Um, Congress could subpoena him if they have to, but I, I doubt they will. I think he will, he will voluntarily respond to a, to a request when one is made. Uh, just finally, I mean, we heard Barr during this news conference today say that once the report is out, you know, the public will understand that these results are, are final and they will be happy with it. Um, do you think, though, this this report is now going to go from being classified behind closed doors now into a political document that um, Republicans and Democrats are going to use going forward? Is this is this yeah. the end of this report or no. what do you see going no, forward? This is this is the end. This is we're absolutely going to hear a lot more about this report and what's in it uh, through 2020 and into the president's reelection campaign. Um, Democrats, I think, are going to cut a lot of uh, campaign ads using using words from from Bob Mueller's own report. We'll definitely be watching out. Bloomberg News White House editor Alex Wayne in Washington. Thanks so much for your insight. No problem. And you can follow Alex on Twitter at AA Wayne. That's a TikTok for today. Thanks as always for listening. And if you like listening to us, please head over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm Jennifer Zabasaja. You can follow me on Twitter at Jennifer Lauren Z and get all your latest updates on Twitter 24-7 at TikTok.